Steven Zone is a podcast that talks about anything from travel, food, people, and just everything else that's happening around you. So no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, and no matter what you're listening with, this is for you. And it starts right now. April is almost ending and May is just right around the corner. But as for all of us, we are still in this pandemic situation, especially here in the Philippines. But one important thing that we should always think about during this pandemic, no matter if it's a lockdown or no matter if we're allowed to go outside, is our health. And we are very fortunate enough to be joined by one of my friends who's very... Um, who always thinks about his health and also the health of his friends and family. And I thought that I would invite him here so that he could talk about health and fitness during this pandemic. Please help me welcome my friend RJ Miranda. RJ? Hi, Steve. Uh, hi, hi RJ. to all the listeners. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, RJ, why don't you introduce yourself? Give us a brief background of yourself. Okay, so hi everyone. So I'm RJ. I'm working on the technology field. Uh, I'm also Steve's uh, OG friend. So we go way back, uh, elementary, mm-hmm. uh, kindergarten, elementary, Kinder. high Kinder. school. Uh, and then we even went to the same college. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we see each other often, well, until the pandemic hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much about it for me. Thank you so much, RJ. Um, RJ, could you, in your own opinion, how do you describe a healthy person? How do we know if we are actually on the right track when it comes to health? Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, a healthy person, it has like two criteria uh, based also on my experience. So mm-hmm. uh, it has a healthy person should be uh, physically and mentally healthy. So mm-hmm. physically in a sense that uh, you have um, good physical health, so all the normal stats from the blood chem, or uh, you can like perform um, bodily functions um, and processes normally. And um, mm. so that's the physical side of it. And then the mental um, health part is that um, your emotional, social, and physical well-being is. I'm okay. So as we are all aware now, so mental health is um, like a, a a part, a huge part of being mm. uh, a healthy person, and uh, it is also as important as physical health uh, because it without it, uh, it would um, you won't have this um, full and active um, lifestyle. So exactly. um, I think this too should also be um, prioritized and achieved uh, in order for us to be called a fully healthy person and yeah as i said a while ago it works hand in these uh two works hand in hand um to achieve um this full active uh lifestyle mm-hmm. thank you so much rj and i very much agree to this that is uh, exactly why i uh, asked you and invited you here on this show because to mm-hmm. you, all of you, my listeners, if you don't know, uh, RJ is one of my closest friends. And if you're going to see him, he is obviously physically healthy. But at the same time, he is also mentally healthy. And 
even us, his friends, me personally, whenever I would um, feel that I am depressed or mm-hmm. that my mental state is not well, I always go to RJ because he gives me great advices on how I could with uh, what I am feeling or thinking at that time so that I could get back on track with my health mentally as well, not just physically. So again, RJ, thank you so much for being here. Yes, you're you're welcome. And also, just to add, so if, mm-hmm. for example, you are physically healthy, but your mental health isn't. So I guess if your mental health isn't um that much okay, so you wouldn't be able to like work out or you, you mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to focus, right? And it goes on the other hand, wherein if you are mentally sound, but you know you have physical ailment, so then mm-hmm. you won't be physically healthy so i guess uh, these two really works hand in hand uh, and needs to be prioritized that is true that is true it's always yeah. it should always be a trade-off between the two yes uh rj um do you think that it is important that we become more conscious of our health i mean we can just do uh simple exercises and mm-hmm. then make make sure that we are active and then make sure that we eat the correct food but nowadays as you can see people are more and more concerned and more and more in depth when it comes to checking out their health um do uh-huh. you think we can be too much conscious or do you think there is a such there is such a thing of being too conscious or or do we really need to be too conscious i think uh it it should also be a balance because uh if it's too much you know it would like ruin um something because you know um mm-hmm. anything that's too much is bad and anything that's mm-hmm. less also is bad so for me there's this um like perfect balance of consciousness on our health uh, especially during now wherein we are at this still at this pandemic and um, if we for example if we are not conscious about our health then mm-hmm. we can um, you know contract the virus because we're not exactly. conscious and if we are too conscious we would feel anxious about like even simply going out so mm-hmm. we need this this balance for us to be mm-hmm. able to be like physically and mentally mentally um, healthy and um, again um, especially now during this pandemic this is really um, uh, an important talk because um, being conscious um, of our health uh, really should be like the the main um, how do I say it? the main um, thought that comes into our minds during this mm-hmm. uh, times um, and I think it's also um, a way that it's better to achieve being conscious of our health rather than you know wait for something to go bad and then we exactly change our way so the cliche uh, prevention is better than cure really is um true um especially to this day uh, mm-hmm. because you know uh, it's really hard to get to hospitals now uh, even mm-hmm. just you know buying meds some of it are out of stock or you know there's a lot of things going on and i think if we did prioritize um, and be conscious of our health um, always. Uh, mm-hmm. It would really help. That is true. And RJ, let me just reiterate what you said about mm-hmm. uh, prevention is better than cure. We yes. always hear that so much, but it is it is this time that is mm-hmm. very that wherein we should really ponder on that saying because. Yes. 
um, this is not just flu. This pandemic is not just something that you can sleep out for a week. Well, for some people who contracted the virus, uh, after a week, they just feel better or some yes. even doesn't have a symptoms to them. But we can never know until we get mm-hmm. Whenever you get it, some, who knows that it might be um, just, in just in just an instant, it might lead you to death. So what else would be a second chance if you contract it? So it would really be best if we would be more conscious. And as you guilty of that, we should also not be too conscious as well because mm-hmm. our mind would be the one who would suffer. But just have this confidence in being conscious enough yes. so that we can not contract the virus and at the same time we can maintain our healthy lives i like that so much Arjun. yes uh, and i think also you know being too conscious of our health sometimes uh, we think that it's too tedious so <laughs> just by simply uh, for example you, you go out you go to the grocery and then you mm-hmm. um, went home you know you disinfect all the things you buy even the vegetables and the fruits and the fresh produce and mm-hmm. um you um like uh, go to shower after so there's this um like extra effort you have to do um mm-hmm. able to become conscious of of, mm-hmm. of of contracting the disease or um conscious of our health in general so i think um yeah it requires more effort but um i think it would be very beneficial for us in the long run as mm-hmm. yes it goes back to that prevention is better than cure idea and um, you know if we don't contract the virus or we don't um, get sick then we would mm-hmm. be able to, we would not be um, exposed to the hospitals and therefore we will exactly. live, right that is true that mm-hmm. is true um, RJ personally um, when did you start deciding on changing into a healthier lifestyle? I mean, I've known you for a very long time, almost yeah. every life. <laughs> and I can see that this time, even a little bit before the pandemic, I saw the change in you, that you became a little more caring about your health. Um, when did you start and what made you start? Okay, so this would be... Uh, I think my health uh, slash fitness with air quotes history. So uh, <laughs> let's go back to when I was a kid. So since we know each other well. So <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, I have asthma, right? So I am not into any um, activities at all. So I have no mm-hmm. interest in sports. Um, and then that's like kindergarten until um, elementary. So I did elementary. Yeah, I didn't... Um, go into like joint joint sports are in, in our interim <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, when I was 11 I think that's when the asthma was um, disappeared uh, mm-hmm. it also um, you know before when I was um, you know in the elementary days uh, I would be um, very frail in terms of for example when we uh, played patintero right <laughs> so <laughs> I would be very, uh, I'm not into those kind of things where I would be very, uh, I would have heavy breathing whenever I do those things. Uh, but mm-hmm. when I was in ele- when I was 11, so my asthma disappeared. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, so I still have no interest in sports at all. Uh, and then when 
uh, that's up until college. So I, mm-hmm. whenever it's um, sport related, I sit out and you know I don't want to, to, <laughs> to feel um, like the sweat and mm-hmm. uh, the, the agony or the pain, whatever. <laughs> uh, and then work started. So when we graduated and work started, so that's the time when we earned our you know our first salary and stuff. So we get to mm-hmm. enjoy that money, right? So we we eat out a lot <laughs> you know, we can buy those um, food that we weren't able to buy and then we can before exactly yeah fancy restaurants so that triggered my weight gain <laughs> so um, I think um, I felt um, something that yeah it's it's not um, fun anymore to to be that heavy mm-hmm. so before I was really you know not thin but I would be like an okay. Uh, I would have average. like this average or okay, okay physique. But yeah, when I started working, I started to gain weight. So um, that is like my trigger to yeah. Why not try to change things up? Mm-hmm. And during that time, it was um, there was this hype of jogging. So uh, oh. and I was working in Makati too. So um, mm-hmm. jogging in the Ayala Triangle Gardens was really like. Um, at the top before so mm-hmm. yeah I started to run and um, I can feel that um, I was better compared to before mm-hmm. and then I think it's um, quarter four of 2015 wherein our mm-hmm. company had this deal with um, a fitness center that is going oh, nice. to open nearby so um, I decided to join because yeah it's cheaper and mm-hmm. it's actually my first time to go to a gym so mm-hmm. uh, I did I lost some weight um, that went on until 2016 so that's mm-hmm. like one year and then uh, afterwards I moved to a new company so I did numerous trainings and then this time I started working from home mm-hmm. so after losing that weight for going to the gym that one year I gained weight again because you know I'm sitting all day eating mm-hmm. food that I like uh, even before this pandemic I was working from home so um, I again gained a lot of weight and uh, again it triggered me to to go to go back to the gym again so I joined this nearby gym um, with Marcel <laughs> so <laughs> she went to this uh, nearby gym so I have this um, gym body so Marcel was um, Steve's and I's uh, friend so mm-hmm. that we also went... go way back yeah <laughs> Judy as well so we went there until um, 2018 and that was a tipping point for me because I think um, 2018 was my darkest year so I experienced um, the death of my Lola um, mm-hmm. during 2018 and I have uh, I had heartbreaks and then there was sickness in the family and there's just a lot going during that year so mm-hmm. um, it pushed me to be anxious and I had this depression wherein you know I'm a, a really uh, optimistic person right and I mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. even think that I would experience that kind of depression so mm-hmm. that it's that bad because I can uh, I have been experiencing physical manifestations before. Like, uh, yeah, I remember you told me that. There were times that I would, um, I would feel like I would pass out uh, while working out, or in the middle of the night I would like wake up. 
uh, <laughs> heavy breathing and I thought that you know I would get a heart attack so I stopped working out and then you know that's I get uh, the story here is that there there were multiple triggers for me to be able to get to this point so I'm just <laughs> telling this um, story so after uh, a few months of um, it's almost like the end of 2018 so I decided that no uh, I won't um, back down or succumb to these um, depression or anxiety and you know <laughs> I just need to um, be a better version of myself so i pushed through and um i thankfully became better uh, mm-hmm. i felt better so but that time um that triggered me to that i need to have this game plan when before um going back to like 2015 2016 2017 2018 uh, i was doing no researches at all like mm-hmm. um, you know uh, eating anything um, that that um, thing wherein I would think that uh, I am working out so I can eat anything you can I'll eat just anything. it the next day <laughs> or um, you know um, that line I guess was my that idea was my greatest mistake uh, mm-hmm. because I've you know I've been randomly working out for four years and I have no game plan at all and then Mm-mm-mm. um you know no workout routines um just re- using you know random machines or doing random exercises and mm-hmm. no food or nutrition plan mm-hmm. so starting um 2019 so or maybe the the last half uh i researched so i established these um workout plans and i also started my food plans so that's just 2019. So you know, four years of mistakes, and then 2019. Nope, I just have to change things up. And then I transferred also to this um, better fitness center. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so it's much expensive mm-hmm. uh, compared to the one that I used to go to. So yeah, I have to make the most out of it because it's my money. So you know, it's it's um, more expensive. So um, I have to really have um, mm-hmm. a game plan for me to, to utilize it. In uh, a way, it, it became like a motivation as well yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. paying more. Yeah, because bef- that's like, uh, I think it's three times um, the, the rate of my previous one. So, the previous one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to make sure that uh, this should have an effect on me, on my body, on my feet. Mm-hmm. It, because if not, you know, I'm just wasting my money again, which is what I did during the, the past four years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, when I transferred to that gym, so I have these things equipped because of research. So I have mm-hmm. more, you know, um, uh, I have more on my uh, plate now. So, you know, I can do more improvements from there. And yeah, that went on until uh, now. So the pandemic hit and yeah it's still doing um things and um achieving goals for me (laughs) exactly i saw how how this pandemic came in but then it wasn't um a hindrance for you because Mm -hmm. i saw how how your progress was even before the pandemic and even in the middle of the pandemic there i saw that there is still a lot of progress so very good very good Thanks. All right. So, 
when you decide that you would change your lifestyle as you said you already did research um or mm-hmm. not just on the not just on the regimen but also on the equipments that you're going to use um aside from that what were your first steps when you decided you would change your lifestyle we have we have listened to your story on how um how you started uh, uh around five years five six years ago but yeah. then as you said the real thing the real thing that made you change was just uh around 2019 mm-hmm. before before you had this change in you aside from research what else did you do that um what what else were your first steps in changing your lifestyle mm-hmm. so i guess for me um i have i have that urge before mm-hmm. but i guess it's just you know i want to try to the gym because mm-hmm. i have an experience um going to the gym so mm-hmm. i actually have no um, plans for my physique just mm-hmm. by be- before uh, just going to the gym is like my 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 goal but mm-hmm. uh, when you know 2008 uh, no 2019 hit so there is no change happening for me right so mm. um i had that urge um for me uh saying to myself that yeah there needs to be some physical changes or else you're just wasting my the the gym part or the working out part is just oh, a waste good. of time right so mm-hmm. that strong urge to change my physique uh, and again to be that um, you know to be that better version of myself I guess that mm-hmm. kicked in and that was the first step um, in changing my lifestyle so mm-hmm. find I found that urge or the trigger um, and you know I wanted to look and feel better you know I mm-hmm. wanted to run for a long distance without being that much exhausted I want to mm-hmm. go hiking and not have body pains um, mm-hmm. after by just After. a short hike, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have those things in my mind that I like to to achieve, and um, I think if you have that mindset, I guess um, mm-hmm. those um, that is like the first um, step or the first stepping stone for you to, to to feel the urge to like change your lifestyle. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, as I told a while ago, so it's just making. Uh, I made the mistake and then this is like correcting that mistake and then the, doing my best to achieve those kind of, you know, um, to achieve those goals that I want. And yeah, as you mentioned, uh, research uh, is part of it. So mm-hmm. those are like the next steps. So I research. So you have to have this game plan wherein you're not just blindly working out. You have to like... Um, have specific um, workout mm-hmm. plans. Uh, also, nutrition is a huge part of it, uh, and you know, trusting the process and having the patience to go through that um, until you reach your goal. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, RJ, going back to this pandemic, um, let's go back to this um, pandemic situation. Yes. How do you start your day in this uh, healthy lifestyle that you're in right now? Mm-hmm. So, the pandemic actually changed um, uh, a lot for, for me. Um, and I do maintain this uh, routine at home. 
well especially during the the pandemic since we're mm-hmm. at home right so from being this person who is awake at like 2 or 3 a.m i shifted mm-hmm. to this morning person so after i wake up i weigh myself as in every day so i have wow. this weighing scale so i have to um check my weight um daily mm-hmm. so you know uh, if you check these like metrics you would see the progress and i think if you you check it daily um you know you you would like be inspired for in oh i lose some um weight or or true. i gained um this time so what did i do yesterday that mm-hmm. that the most have affected it so um you know you have to really check that And then, Actually, RJ, I mm-hmm. agree with that so much because every day I see a lot of progress with my weight, mm-hmm. although it's weight gain. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, it depends on your uh, your goal. So if you you want to oh, yeah. gain weight, some really, some really yeah. have to gain weight, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you weigh yourself every day, mm-hmm. you can see like the trajectory of where you are going mm-hmm. and. If you you don't want you, you you're not liking what you're seeing on mm. the weighing scale, I I guess so you even just ponder and ask yourself like why did I gain um, this much weight? What did I do yesterday? So mm-hmm. I guess that would like um, really make you do things differently today as mm-hmm. you just woke up and then yeah I gained weight so I have to like limit myself today mm-hmm. and vice versa if you're trying to gain weight. <laughs> and then yeah the routine uh yeah so i after i weigh myself i prepare and eat breakfast mm-hmm. and then i do my workouts so for me the best um time for working out and it actually differs from person to person so for me mm-hmm. um on my schedule so it works out after having um breakfast so i i'm a morning person so that's like usually 9 or 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I prep lunch and then eat it. And then I go work. And after work, uh, I have my free time. So that's basically my routine at home. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And do you think RJ, uh, following the same routine as much as you can every day, also helps in maintaining this lifestyle? Yeah, it does. It. Um, during the pandemic, so a routine really can help because mm. you you're just limited to what you have right now or what you have at home, right? So mm-hmm. and what um, you can do. Yes. So establishing this routine really can like you have this sense of normalcy uh, around mm-hmm. wherein yeah you have to like do this after and then it would really have an effect wherein if you see results you would be more pushed to doing that routine because before i don't like routines like i don't mm-hmm. um i don't do the same thing every day because you know i think that it will be boring and stuff but mm-hmm. having this routine um during the pandemic it really helped me boost my you know my my fitness goals uh, mm-hmm. as well as you know um having the sanity of Yeah, the, having that sense of normalcy uh, during these tough times. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, RJ, let's go ahead to calories. Um, mm-hmm. Because in fitness, I 
I remember what you uh, taught me before that yeah. it's it's really important to count your calories. Um, not just the calories that you intake, but also the calories that you burn. Mm-hmm. And and guys, if you don't know, RJ really um promoted the Apple <laughs> Apple Watch to me. That's that is basically the reason why I got myself one because my friend RJ really um uh, promoted it to me and yes. at the moment I am very much enjoying it. I'm not saying that in an instant I became very fit right now, but I became not just conscious but also I I somehow had a mirror of the things that I am doing for that yes. day. At the same time, having it, you can also set goals on that Apple Watch, goals on movement, goals on exercise, and even goals on the calories that you're going to burn for the day. Yes. It's a very big help. So, um, RJ, going back, um, in calories, is it really important to count your calories, intake, and also burned calories? And what are some ways that you could suggest us on how we can do that? Mm-hmm. So first, let's talk about the the calories being burned. So as I said a while ago, so I weigh myself um, mm-hmm. after I woke up. So if you have this, for example, device where you can see like the calories you burned every day, so you will have again the sense of it's another metric to add on. Mm-hmm. on um, you know, for example, you gain weight today, so you check back, and then I burned this number of calories yesterday, or I didn't burn any calories yesterday because mm-hmm. I ate um, a lot. So, you know, it's like part of that metric wherein you can see a full picture if you like um, look into it more. Mm-hmm. So, and then on the calories, um, counting the calories you eat. So this has become my my go-to because uh, before I've tried different kinds of like dieting or eating style. Mm-hmm. So first I had this, uh, I think it's way back 2018, uh, uh, 17. So mm-hmm. um, I thought that that rice was the, the that carbs was the the culprit. Culprit mm-hmm. for me not um, losing weight and stuff. So I did try um, taking out carbs on my diet. Mm-hmm. So it worked for me, uh, and then um, I had plateaued. So basically, I lost some weight, and then mm-hmm. nothing has changed for like months. So mm-hmm. I decided to switch, and then I moved into like intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. So intermittent fasting is like you have this um, 14 hours of um, uh, of fasting. So basically you would you wouldn't uh, eat anything, and then eat afterwards anything. you can feast or you can eat anything. So again, mm-hmm. I lost some weight and then I plateaued. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this was like the game changer for me. I'm not saying that this would be applicable to everyone. To everyone. Uh, our bodies are different and one might not work for another so mm-hmm. just based on my experience so calorie counting really worked for me so basically um, for those who are not familiar with calorie counting so our body has this number of calories needed mm-hmm. uh, daily for us for our body to, to function, function. Mm-hmm. so that's what we call uh, maintenance calories so you have to eat this X amount of calories for you to mm-hmm. like stand eat to digest food and stuff like that to think 
Uh, and each person actually has different amount of this maintenance calories needed. So it depends on the age, gender, size, uh, and your activity level. The kind of so, work that we have, right? Yes. So if, for example, if you're a comp- carpenter, for sure you mm-hmm. would like require lots of calories compared to like me sitting uh, in front of uh, a laptop uh, working. Mm-hmm. So. Again, um, the concept is to lose weight, so you have to create this calorie deficit. So deficit mm. meaning you would um, have you will be consuming less calories than your maintenance calories. So if to, if you want to gain weight, so you have to have this calorie uh, surplus. So that is now consuming more calories than your maintenance calories. And if you're eating just your maintenance calories, so you have to consume um, that uh, X number of calories daily, so your weight won't change. Mm-hmm. So, if you are just going to maintain it. Yes. So, for example, for me, it's 2,500. Um, that's my maintenance calories. So, mm-hmm. if I want to lose weight, I would... Um, cut back to like 2,100 so that oh. extra 400 calories which you won't eat that day would lead to weight loss so mm-hmm. for example if I did um, like 2,700 calories per day so that's mm-hmm. an extra 200 calories mm-hmm. above my maintenance calories so that would lead to weight gain and then mm-hmm. if I eat 2,500 calories per day so that would lead to like no change of calories. So it's mm-hmm. it's basically you can eat anything, just um, within your um, oh. uh, maintenance maintenance calories. So it wouldn't be really hard to like find stuff, uh, you know, and find control ones. cravings. Mm-hmm. Yes, and control cravings as well. So what I do to count it is like I have this food diary. So I use um, the app My Fitness Pal. So mm-hmm. this is just like um, a logging of the food that you take, but um, you have to, for example, um, chicken. So you have to weigh the, your food before eating. So yeah, it's tedious at first, um, but it's really effective because yeah, mm. you get to eat anything as long as it's within your within your, your goal calories. Calories. Yes. And I guess if you're doing this a long time, for me it would it it's actually like two years that I'm doing this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it it's um more of like you'll get used to it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I can just eyeball like yeah, this chicken weighs two hundred fifty grams or this rice is oh, that's good. half cup. So you would have that idea since if you're doing it for a long time every day yeah you 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 will be conscious on uh how um on the amount of food you're going to eat um Mm. per meal and it would get easier from there but yeah it's tedious during the start but Mm -hmm. that's what um uh i think that's what uh drive myself to lose my this much weight since Mm -hmm. yeah it's really uh, a really nice like eating style because I get to eat anything um, mm-hmm. without you know having my my brain telling me that I can't eat ice cream and stuff uh, or I can't um, 
have fast food for this time as long as it's within that calorie um uh that maintenance calories i guess you you'll be just fine i see i see and also rj it is also important to know that um if you consume a little bit more and you want to take that off you can also add on your activity right so that yes. you can burn that extra calories yes so that's what the, the other thing goes in wherein you track your calories out so you, you you get to like have a picture on how will this impact my weight the next day and mm-hmm. then if you know if you see effects and then yeah you can just picture you, you can um basically predict what's going to happen tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah. when you do the weight the weighing in the morning right yes i guess that's my problem right now i mean having mm-hmm. this tool having the apple watch to track uh the activities that i do and potentially the calories that i burn but the missing link for me is <laughs> <laughs> the missing link for me is um measuring the calories that i intake because yeah, yeah. no matter Uh, no matter how much activity I do for the day, if I eat um, a gallon of cooked rice, <laughs> then it's just still it's still going to be weight gain. So I really like what you said. Always yeah. measure everything from intake and also from mm. the calories going out of your body, and that is a good way on becoming healthier and fitter. I I like that. I like that. Yeah. RJ, um, talking about food intake and Now that you said that when we track our calories, we can eat anything just as long as we are within that line. Mm-hmm. Um, how about cheat days? You always hear about the concept of cheat days. Yeah. Um, does it apply to you as well? I guess we we love cheat days. <laughs> or for, <laughs> for me, um, um, it's like a cheat meal. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have this cheat day. Um, and <laughs> I guess uh, I would explain. I will explain why cheat meals are not cheat days. So uh-huh, basically, uh-huh. so if you have, um, uh, well, in my experience, I have currently I have five um, healthy weekdays, and mm-hmm. then I'm inserting um, two to three cheat meals during the weekends. So um, during those times, so I. Uh, have this three meals for example uh, lunch during Saturdays and lunch and dinner during um, Sundays Sunday so um, it's it's um, quite um, like daring to say that a cheat day is okay because um, yeah cheat days or cheat meals for me um, these are like rewards so after the healthy mm. eating during the weekday so you have this reward on you can just splurge on whatever you like during the the weekends but mm-hmm. i guess the thing that we must all be not doing or we must be aware of is that overeating um <laughs> during those uh, those cheat meals or um cheat days uh can uh so for example you have this calorie deficit right so you mm-hmm. you, you ate healthy during the week the, the weekdays Mm-hmm. And then come weekends, and you eat um, like anything, <laughs> and that <laughs> calorie deficit 
wherein you 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 do you lost during that um week those weekdays week so you can gain it during the the weekends by just doing those um cheat days so i mm-hmm. guess uh cheat meals it can like um lessen the, the i like that cheat meals yeah it can lessen that um um that gain because mm-hmm. Uh, those calories can easy, easily be like gained back, or if worse, you can surpass your maintenance <laughs> calories <laughs> by eating a lot during those um, cheat days. So cheat mm-hmm. meals, you know, you, you can have like fast food for lunch, and then that would be okay because you're sure that you are still having um, you are still having that um, deficit from the weekdays, and you're not overeating. Because mm. for example, if you're having a cheat day. And then cheat days are normally described as you can eat anything, anytime mm-hmm, of that mm-hmm. day. So which is bad yep. because you're canceling all the effort that you've placed into um, those weekdays. And yes, it's a reward, but if you you over um, if you have this over um, rewarding rewarding of yourself, then you will <laughs> suffer the next week because you know you mm-hmm. would you, you would gain weight again, and you have to go back to trying to lose that again trying again yeah and, and at the same a, time yeah gaining on. weight would also lead to demotivation again. yeah so you know it it would be your like um nightmare as well so mm-hmm. why not like um calm down you can do it next week so mm-hmm. you can like um fill in those cravings next week after you know mm-hmm. trying to and have in- this deficit again and in a way, RJ, I think that is also good because there is something that you would be looking forward to again yes. on the next week, right? I yes. mean, well, guys, to all of the listeners, I'm sorry if RJ and I kept laughing because <laughs> I, I, I am admittedly an obese person and RJ always has this uh, encouragement and motivation for me to eat better and be more active, but then I am also guilty of these um, over splurging, <laughs> splurging yeah. cheat days, especially eating that is eating things that are not healthy at all. Like for yeah. example, yeah, I would uh, eat healthy for the whole weekdays. I would just eat three good meals a day, mm-hmm. not really super healthy, um, but at least good meals but then when it comes to saturday and sunday i would order a box of donuts and i would just eat it in just one (laughs) one sitting and that's very bad because a single um a single donut has a different um amount of calories when it comes to another food type of the same weight with Mm -hmm. that right yeah so and i remember (laughs) that time we're in we had lunch at McDonald's and then you want to have a <laughs> snack at Burger King. So that's, like, <laughs> so that's just like a perfect example of overeating because <laughs> Burger King as a snack. So Burger After King usually... McDonald's. Yeah. Burger King has uh, like 400 to 800 calories. So for just a snack, that's a lot. And guys, the concept, okay? Let me get back to the concept of what is R- what RJ is talking about. We just finished eating McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> and right after that, I'm asking my cousin, which is also our one of our best friends, Ate yeah. Judy, to drive us through Burger King <laughs> because I wanted a snack. A snack that is 800 calories. RJ, and I, I still remember that was a four-cheese 
Whopper. Yeah. So imagine all the calories. Yep, and then the drink is chachago milk tea. So that would be really bad. <laughs> so that's basically like your your whole day calories just in three meals, and you're not yet having dinner. So yeah, <laughs> that's really bad. And and RJ, it's not even three meals. It's like three <laughs> meals. Um, cramped into one meal. Yes. <laughs> Which is very worse. Well, again, I have to be better. I have to be better. Yeah. And to all of like me, who constantly receives um encouragements and lessons from friends like RJ, um, you should always before eating that unhealthy food, you should always think of those uh, friends of yours before eating that because we don't want to waste their encouragement just by eating anything that is not good for us. So that would also help. That would also help. All right. So again, I, I, we have learned uh, something good. Um, it shouldn't be cheap days, but rather, as RJ said, cheap meals. Cheap meals yeah. So you should cheat on a specific on a specific day because if it's cheat day then there's no control happening mm. that day then you might eat the just that yeah. day and you would call it cheat day okay mm-hmm. all right so um after food rj another concept of being healthy physically is how we burn the food that we eat and yes that is usually not just through activity that we do through the day not just through chores but also extra exercise because for mm-hmm. some people they would just think uh, I'm doing act- I'm or I'm being active at home I'm always doing chores but why am I not losing weight mm-hmm. I think that is because sometimes the food as you said earlier the food that we intake the calories that we intake is not really burned or the yes. chores are not enough to burn that. So, yes. would you say that it is best to do exercise every single day? Um, it actually uh, depends. So, some mm-hmm. I know people who can, like they mm-hmm. work out uh, daily. But for us who, you know, um, we don't have the the time always. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we have this um, workload of ours. We're in for this mm. day. This is like a busy day, so we can't really work out. So for my experience, I usually work out like four to, to five days um, a week. Mm-hmm. So that's what's working on my schedule. But yeah, it differs from, from um, person to person. And I guess if, for example, you're, you're, you have this active risk uh, wherein... You're not exercising, but yeah, you're doing chores. That is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. for for example, you your goal is to like lose more weight. Then you effort to have this uh, extra exercise for you to like reach that um, that weight loss you're you're looking for. And um, I think um, for me, uh, these uh, four to five days, it really. Um, is working for me as well because I started that um, setup uh, when the pandemic started, uh, mm-hmm. and it's actually really um, it's really hard to work out, especially during that start of the pandemic because mm-hmm. you know you have all this equip- equipment at the gym, and then um, you were shut so down, you just, things yeah. were shut down, and you were you you were um, you just don't have locked down in the house. Yeah, yeah, so you don't have any equipment, and it's 
really just um you know it's really uh like like sad to to work out because mm-hmm. you're you're not uh, you're working out in a, a cramped space and then you have no equipment mm-hmm. but um after that um maybe like uh, fatigue of working out at home so i did establish that routine and mm-hmm. then um i get i got the hang of it um after mm. so you established your routine again it would be hard in to start right mm-hmm. to yeah. start maintaining Always. and be consistent yeah. but if you do it regularly okay so who am i to tell that because i <laughs> <laughs> you can I'm do just it not a very consistent person when it comes to fitness but i i'll try I'll yes Oh, RJ, for those who are listening right now in the middle of this pandemic, um, especially nowadays that more and more people are considering self-lockdowns um, mm-hmm. as much as possible, they don't want to go outside because of the situation here in the Philippines. It's just, it's just a hellhole <laughs> yeah, at the amazing. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, RJ, what would you suggest as good examples of exercises that they can do at home even without equipment yeah. or minimal um, minimal space available for them yeah so um, I'll talk about my experience um, before um, because at the moment I have um, equipment now since I did purchase it because you know mm. I, I foresee like these round two lockdowns mm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. so um, before, when I was starting, I have no um, equipment. So I did mm-hmm. research on um, YouTube. And there mm-hmm. were a lot of uh, really helpful videos on YouTube wherein they would um, um, have this workout and you just need your body to, to use. So it's just body weight workout. Mm-hmm. And it's really helpful for those people who don't have equipment. And for example, if uh, there are like certain weights wherein mm-hmm. you can use a book or you can use like the oh. water jug or whatever. Um, so that can be like used as well. But as weights, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and also just to to recommend, um, I think the first um, equipment—it's not actually an equipment—but the first um, item to purchase uh, for you to like be able to start is like the the yoga mat or the gym mat. Because that Ooh. would be like your your starter um, in order to like do body weight exercises without you know touch because the floor it's hard and it's mm-hmm. uh, sometimes painful if you're um, using your body weight to it. So if you have this um, yoga mat, so it would be like more comfy, and then mm-hmm. from that you can you can build. Um, mm-hmm. And it's all on YouTube. So YouTube helped me a lot during those times. And I agree. Uh, body weight exercises and then yeah as i said you can build your um like mini gym mini home gym lockdown gym whatever uh mm-hmm. as you you go into um more workouts and you improve, that, as you improve yeah that's nice so the most basic thing that could help us tremendously in this lockdown at home is a yoga mat and mm-hmm. also internet connection for YouTube. Yes, YouTube helps a lot. That's perfect. That's Everything's perfect. on YouTube now. <laughs> I agree. Even recipes that we can cook for a right. healthier meal 
Yes. It's already on YouTube too. Even mukbangs, which is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Never watch that. Never watch that. Yeah. All right, RJ. For what? Uh, what is your perfect recipe? When we say percentage, okay. If you mm-hmm. wish to be healthier, fitter, lose weight, or even gain weight, um, what would be the percentage between or a ratio between diet and exercise that you can think of? Mm-hmm. So for me, when I was starting, you know, I started bad. So I just, you know, did 100% exercise, which, oh. which in turn, it didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, when I was starting to wake up, I think the percentage was 7 uh, When I was, you know, mm-hmm. beginning to look into, like, having workout plans and nutrition plans. Since uh, back then also, I wasn't... Um, a good cook, if I may mm-hmm. say. Uh, so it's just 70% um, for the exercise and 30% um, on a diet. But I mm. think your main goal should be like a 50-50. Um, mm. Because um, if you try to make it uh, to 50-50, so diet and exercise really goes hand in hand. So you cannot be on a diet um, without um, an exercise. Or without having these exercises, as you cannot go just exercise without changing your eating habits. So mm-hmm. um, a 50-50 uh, split would really help. Um, but a 70-30 split wherein, you know, you're exercising and then you're starting to change your diet. It would mm-hmm. be like a huge um, boost compared to like um, just exercising or just dieting. Mm-hmm. So it's it, we should always aim for 50-50. Yes. A good balance between exercise and a good balance between nutrition. Yes. All right. So RJ, we have learned so much today. But what would be your piece of advice that you can give people who would like to be fit, who would like who are willing to take on this challenge of being fitter? Uh mm-hmm. how how can th- how can they get started after hearing our podcast episode right now? What mm-hmm. what are the pointers that you could give somebody who would like to start in mm-hmm. leading a healthier lifestyle during this pandemic? Uh, I guess first is you, you have to find that reason why you're doing that. As you know, all our goals, we have this... Um, reason why we're trying to achieve that goal um Ooh, so I like that. in this sense you know to get fit and to be more healthier mm-hmm. and you know if you start reaching for it so you know trying you try to do those uh, workout days you establish a routine uh and then when you do you know try to cook um good healthy food so mm-hmm. i guess that's one skill that you should um like um have for you to be able to like master this um health and fitness thing because if you learn how to cook you wouldn't be able to you would like opt out of you know takeouts and deliveries mm-hmm. and then you would um you know what um that food you're eating um contains because you know fast food has a lot of you know bad fat oh even to the seasoning level rj right yes. if you so, cook it your own Mm-hmm. You can like limit the 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 fat, you know, the oil used, mm-hmm. or you know, you can air fry, and mm-hmm. um, you know, that's uh, uh really a lot to um 
cooking is a like a legit skill to have when you're trying to get healthy or you know if you're not really into cooking so um you can do like take out or to go or but you know you choose the healthier option mm-hmm. like being mindful to, of what to buy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you know um if you're trying to lose weight and then you're not changing your eating habits and then you know it there could be some changes but it would be not that uh impactful mm-hmm. and um i think the perfect um thing here is that no matter how small the the progress is you know the progress you're having it's still progress uh mm-hmm. and the most important thing is that you started so you had that you have that effort that you started to you know try to be fit and mm-hmm. also um this remember that this is your your journey so don't compare yourself to like the bodies or the the ways of those influencers or like those mm. celebrities those youtubers who have those um, gorgeous bodies so it's your it's your journey so just like do your own thing slowly and uh for sure you'll experience like bumps wherein you would be like tired or you won't mm-hmm. have like the the effort to work out and that's okay um i think you you can just uh get back at it and you, you know don't lose hope our uh, human after all and mm-hmm. um again just do your best to be that um version that better version of yourself that you want to achieve and um in a fitness journey um there are really no shortcuts but mm-hmm. i think it would all be worth it uh well based on my experience so it's mm-hmm. been a long ride <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it it finally like had have this uh, you know i had this um goal and i achieved i achieved it by patience because yeah even now you know i still have something to work on but mm-hmm. you know patience really goes a long way and yeah it would all really be worth it oh thank you so much rj i hope all of us Uh, I'm sure all of us have learned a thing or two with everything that you have shared, Hopefully. and most especially <laughs> me. I should, <laughs> I should really be uh, focusing on uh, getting fitter because I'm I'm just so heavy right now, and especially on this pandemic, it's hard because mm-hmm. it we we all have a lot of excuses in mind yeah. during this pandemic. But if we are not gonna go beyond those excuses. Um, it would just make the pandemic worse. Mm-hmm. Not just because we would be more um, transmittable, is that the word, to the virus. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if ever we caught it, hopefully not. But if ever we did, it would be uh, better for us to fight it if we have a better diet and a better active lifestyle. Yeah. And also, Sorry. I think we should use like the pandemic um, as like this not negative thing wherein we can use it to our own advantage so we have time Mm -hmm. we would have like less interactions outside so we can just Mm -hmm. focus on ourselves since we're just at home most of the time Mm -hmm. so in that sense you can like start your journey because yeah you're just at home you're not doing anything Mm -hmm. and you know you you can use this um like bad thing to your advantage which i like that's what i did um uh, for my journey That's very nice. All right. So um, thank you again, RJ, um, for sharing everything that you know. And um, 
the biggest take out that I can get from our conversation is that health is a good combination of um, good diet, good nutrition, and also an active lifestyle with exercise. And at the same time, most importantly, what you said at the beginning is a sound mind. Because as we know that we should always um, take care not just of our physical body, but also our mental health, which is very important during this pandemic because a lot of things have been cut cut away from us. So Mm -hmm. maintaining something that would... um, give us less anxiety and more confidence to take on this world yes. would would really help us a lot in this um, trying times. Yes, perfectly said. All right. Thank you very much again, RJ, so much for giving us your time and all of your advices and most especially your experiences. It's very inspiring because a lot of us right now are in that situation that you are in before, wherein we most of our listeners for sure are trying their best, but then sometimes they feel that it's not working. And I guess that with all of your experiences that you have shared, we can try to reinvent and Mm -hmm. um, redo the recipes that we are doing, um, retaking or rechecking what um, routines we should be following. And as you said, we are all individuals. We have different body requirements. And with that, as long as we keep on trying and find that something that would work for us, then Mm -hmm. if once we find it, we just have to continue it and we are on to that healthier and fitter version of all of us. Thank you, RJ. Yes, thanks for the invite as well. Uh, It's a pleasure. Oh, thank you, RJ, for giving us the time. And we hope to have you again, RJ, on next time because, guys, RJ has a lot of things to share, (laughs) not just fitness and health. And we would love, I'm sure we would all love to have him again on the next episode. Thank you, RJ. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. Bye. Being friends for almost all our lives, I have seen how RJ has grown and become the healthy person he is. He has always been healthy mentally, but his full health is at its best now, despite these trying times. Thank you very much, RJ, for sharing your journey with us, and hopefully, our listeners can also adapt a healthy lifestyle that is fit for their own journey. As I leave you with this episode's quote, I would like to extend my thoughts to the world, especially to India, that is currently experiencing the worst numbers in these times. To my dear friends and also my teammates in India, I offer you all my prayers. It is just rightful that I share this quote from Mahatma Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi once said, Strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from an indomitable will. I hope you enjoyed this episode and looking forward to having you again on the next. I am Stevenson Q. Make sure to follow Steven Zone here on Spotify so you won't miss out on any of our episodes. Stay safe, stay strong.